が死んでいたのを知ったから、そこから何も聞けなくなるの星屑のリネス。きっと愛する人を大切にして知らずに臆病なのね。落ちた涙は見ないふり。すれ違う。And welcome to episode 80 of the Redleaf Retrocast Anime Edition is upon you guys. I'm your host JD, joined as usual by Tori and Hickey, my main mans over here. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing alright. I'm doing okay.、Yeah. Doing, doing fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I drank a lot yesterday. Ah,、hey. oh, me too. I was,、yeah. I was watching a bunch of women's wrestling. There was a big group chat going on and everything.、Uh, Still on my Vermont beer kick,、uh, but I feel pretty good today, actually. So I'm quite surprised with myself. <laughs> Hickey did not burn in the shower. I did、burn、not. In the my, shower? my shower caught on fire. What? Wait, wait, what? what? <laughs>、uh, yeah, I, I also didn't ask any questions. Look, my, a lot of wacky shit happens when I'm not home. Usually it's my father doing stuff. And I know the answer is way worse than whatever the fuck happened. So I stopped asking questions. Like when my. <laughs> When my toilet exploded. Wait, or... I'm sorry? <laughs> yes. My toilet.、Uh, It's like an episode out of Mr. Bean or something? <laughs>、uh, just another day like, in his life. Yeah. Like there's just. When I was forced to do the electrical cabling of my apartment, stuff happens. I don't ask questions. <laughs> Hickey gets home. I'm going to take a shower. Is that? No, don't do that. The shower caught fire. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Best I don't know. I will let my imagination、uh, do that. Yep. The toilet exploded. You say? Did you have Taco Bell or something? No. I. It, it, it's because I, I live in the first floor of a ten-story building. Okay. So the they were trying to do something in the toilet, and because of the 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 water column, you know, the pressure is way too big. Sure. They, so they fucked up, and then the pressure of the the water flushing in the toilet exploded it. That you know because when they do the, when when they do the piping because they they say they don't equalize the pressure, so they just let it all go down to the bottom. Like, yeah, sure, that's gonna、I、be fine. I have such a big smile on my face right now.、Uh, I love stories like that. Yeah, <laughs> nah, like I don't know. Things have been kind of fun for me as well. Like I recently turned twenty five. So that's fun. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you. Happy Thank birthday you. to you. Twenty ninth. Nobody remembered. <laughs>、uh, no, it's、I'm、not like actually, you told us. I actually remembered, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember,、oh, but I forgot. That's okay. Yeah, it was in the morning. I was like, oh wait. Oh,、uh, today's Tori's birthday. I'll talk to him later, and the later. later never came. <laughs> I just had no idea. I fucking. How long have I been on this podcast? God damn it! Do I have to remind you every year? <laughs> nah, but it's okay. Yeah. Um. So yes, you yeah, do. <laughs> the I had my, my birthday came and、uh, a couple days later, a couple days later yesterday, I went to get my side checked and、uh, 
because I'm such a special guy. I came in, sat down, did the fucking sight test, and uh, and the fucking uh, the person doing the test for me just went afterwards and be like, well, that's new. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, in all my years Always working here... Always something you want to hear yeah. with your eyes. <laughs> no, but it's like, now in all my years working here, I've never had anyone come into a first control and score as low as you have, you uh, did today. And I'm like, oof, I'm glad, I'm special. That's a uh, that's kind of a tradition for me when it comes to literally anything, when it's medically related. I can It doesn't matter, I can have a common cold, but my common cold is special. <laughs> It's uh, it's funny like that. So it I also came comes in. with the bird flu. <laughs> yep, it's like it, it's uh, it's actually hilarious. I always have special versions of everything I have, so I'm just coming like, okay, so what's my what's my problem? Well, you'll be needing glasses, number. I figured my sight isn't really that bad. It's just kind of well, my left eye is all kinds of fucked. I can't really see through my left eye, so you know. Oh. <laughs> uh. I can see, but I can't it's like, read. That's like listening to Jay. He's like, oh, yeah, I have, you know, I don't have he- ear- hearing in one of my ears. I'm like, oh, and now Tori is half blind. <laughs> I'm not cool. half blind. I Every- just can't I Everyone of the Redleaf Retrocast has so many issues yeah, no, with their bodies. Just, <laughs> everything I, is just fogged, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if I get close, like, the funny thing is, like, if I get really close or, like, kind of far away, I can read. But if I'm, like, now when I'm, like, at a middle distance between the text that I've written, it's like... I see there's something there. What the fuck does it say, though? <laughs> oh, that's so bizarre. It's only one eye. So yeah, I'm gonna get to... Have you th- I'm gonna get glasses. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Okay. Have you thought about wearing an eye patch full-time? Uh, I thought about it, but they, uh, they didn't really recommend that. Kind of saying something about it doesn't really solve the problem, so... You know. Oh, come yeah. on, that's so fun. Oh, a monocle. How I, about a monocle? Uh, same thing. It's not really... Damn it! I, it's, uh, glasses are easier to wear than a monocle. You've got to keep that monocle in place yourself. It's, mm. No, come on. You can you can get, like, a strap or something. Yeah, let me get a strap on. <laughs> well, hold on. If you want to word it that way, I won't, I won't stop you. <laughs> Monocle Tori, I'm just th- I'm just thinking of pi- a possible pirate or a scoffing top hat cosplay. I know, I know. I forward. let them know. I said they were kind of boring. They didn't let me have any fun, but they were like, "Nah, glasses." Mm. I'm like, "Fine, fine. I'll I'll take glasses. This way, I can at least <sighs> appear smart." <laughs> I, I I suppose you could look at it that way. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not saying that my grades improved as soon as I got glasses because obviously that made me smarter. Listen. But- you don't when it, when you get glasses. You don't even have to answer questions or anything like that. When they ask you something, you just push up your glasses, and everybody's like, "Oh, oof! Oh, this guy Ooh, knows business." Don't don't even ask. Don't even answer that question. We know you know. And then <laughs> and then and then when people know you're really serious, you just take them off slowly, and you close them. Everyone goes, "All right, I'm not fucking with this guy. He took his glasses off." <laughs> <laughs> uh... Unless you're that guy, yeah. Uh, is he okay? Unless you're that fucking main character from the God of High School who just walked up and be like, take your glasses off. <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. punch a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> Absolutely I would. <laughs> you wouldn't punch a gla- guy with glasses? No, I wouldn't. That's why I'm taking your glasses off first. <laughs> uh, so, uh, just a little overall podcast update. Uh, redleafretrocast.blogspot.com has... Many different things. Uh, Tori, do I have your permission to throw some of your YouTube videos on there? <laughs> yes. Do I? Yes, of All course right. you do. <laughs> K- 
Okay, cool. Uh, so you will be looking forward to... I want to add something special to the anime cast. And uh, since you have a YouTube channel that we could easily promote, and you're part of this, figured it'd be good. Uh, the wrestling thing is going very well, except the fact that the network that Redley Frederick has been a part of has been shut down by New Japan and TV Asahi, so the network is temporarily shut down for the time being, which is a huge bummer. Apparently... New Japan Pro Wrestling and TV Sahi went on a big blocking spree <laughs> and shutting down YouTube accounts and whatnot. So uh, stay tuned for more information there. But uh, for the time being, we're still on our regular outlets going forward. So that's just a little update on that end. What are we talking about today on this podcast? Well, if you couldn't tell by the title, we are reviewing the anime from the 80s, Touch, the love triangle i guess you could say uh and baseball focused anime and we're doing part two episodes 27 through 54 uh which is the second arc of the show you could say that focuses uh, a lot uh, focus on a lot of the baseball aspect in a different manner this time around so looking forward to that later and then we got a special little uh fun little theme topic that we got uh, in the middle of the show here so fun episode how fat, how quick it is? I guess uh, it could be a shorter episode, but every time I say that, it, it ends up being like two hours anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can cut that down today. Tori, how's uh, I, I? I'm very curious. How's Ghost of uh, Sushi going for you? Uh, Ghost of Sushi is fun still. Uh, I haven't really played it that much as I would have liked. I am. Uh, I'm still doing a lot of side missions. I've, <laughs> I was basically at that point where I was like, you know what, I need to get out of Act 1. I've been in Act 1 so much because I just keep walking around and doing side quests and talking oh to people God, and activating new side one. quests, looking for more <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, you know what, maybe I should actually try to progress the main story a little bit and open up yeah, more of the bit. map. <laughs> maybe open up the map. Oh my God, there's still like the entire yeah. north to, <laughs> yeah. to do. And that's like you open up the second part and it's like, okay, where's the next castle? In the middle. And it's like, oh God, there's even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm still in Act 1 myself. I've been kind of focusing on Paper Mario just because it's something to pick up and play before I go to bed at night. Mm. And can't really do that with a PS4. <laughs> I mean, I can pick it up and play. Just have to pick up my controller. Well. You just need to sleep in the couch. Oh, well, I mean... Well, my couch is kind of uh, on its side right now behind me. So, you know... Excuse me? Uh, we're going to tear it apart and throw it out. Why? Because it's old as shit, and it's, oh. it's time to fucking get a new one. <laughs> you do. Uh, well, I mean, I look forward to your couch update next podcast, because nothing's, nothing's better than sitting on that fresh new couch and playing a video game. Or watching an anime, which I have done almost none of. I haven't even started this new season. Yeah, same. I'm I'm basically... I don't know, like, at this point, I get through, like, spells of wanting to watch anime. I sit down, I watch a few episodes, and then, like, next day I'm like, ah, I don't really feel like it. Maybe I catch a few episodes before bed if I feel like it, but not really even that. I watched, uh... I rewatched the first two Takeshi, uh, Takeshi Koike Loop on movies, and then mm -hmm. I finally watched uh, Fujiko's Lie. So, Ooh, yay. Good. Good stuff. It uh, It is good, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely... It's not... I mean, obviously there hasn't been an announcement yet, but uh, if I had to guess, it's definitely not over yet, because there's still unresolved plots, and uh, 
They kind of uh. got through some stuff that uh, I assume that they want to flesh out more. So I assume there will be at least one more movie. Which, you know, focusing yeah, on Lupin. This one focus, yeah, yeah, focuses on Lupin and it brings the whole group together and ties in plot lines. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see However, that. there could still be two more episodes because they could also do an episode uh. focused on Senegata. Oh, they could, yes. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of been missing in these first three movies. Like, he's been a little bit, he was a little bit part of uh, Gorman's Spray of Blood, but other than that, he's kind of been in the backseat. Kind of shows up and gets like a scene mm-hmm. here and there, but mostly isn't really involved. So, I hope they do. I actually do hope that they do a movie dedicated on Senegata. I, I, I like more serious Senegata. <laughs> it would be nice. He's my favorite character in Lupin. <laughs> I would really appreciate him getting a, a kind of film noir vibe movie. Mm. It would be really nice. Yeah, the reason why I haven't been watching as much anime as I usually do is I've just been on this crazy video game kick, what we're covering for the podcast and the last couple games that have come out in July. They're, they've been really, really good. Like, I, I got, like, halfway through Sly Cooper 2, which was really fun to revisit for the podcast that uh, just came out for Animal Protagonists. Uh, we got uh, a bad parenting theme. Coming up next, which includes uh, Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo, Yoshi's Island, which I've never played before, playing it now, uh, very adorable game, and then of course Paper Mario and Ghost of Sushi. <laughs> uh, just it's just taking up so much time, and I'm having so much fun doing that. Uh, so if it's not podcast related for the anime podcast, it's just kind of on on hold for the the time being. Um, so very much enjoying, and then the the re- the wrestling community. Uh, especially in the Discord, we've been having a lot of watch parties, watch party themes. Every Wednesday night, we we watch uh, the AEW show, uh, which has been a blast. Just my mom joins, and she's just talking shit the whole time. It's really funny. Everyone gets a kick out of her. Uh, it just came out with like a five and a half hour joint podcast episode that just, it's crazy. <laughs> so... Wrestling and, and video games taking up a lot of time. Anime is just kind of playing third wheel for the time being. But that doesn't mean I didn't vastly enjoy what, we've, what we're covering for the podcast lately. Especially coming up with Legend of Galactic Heroes. We're finishing up that finally. That's the next episode. Hooray. Yay. Hooray. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally, I don't have to watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, what are you talking about? There's a sequel. There's movies. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to talk to the uh, the experienced Legend of the Galactic Heroes watchers, you know, we have done this completely wrong because we didn't start at the beginning. There are prequels as well. So, uh, oh, poo-poo. You didn't watch it correctly, JD. <laughs> How dare you? we can't watch it later. <laughs> You're not allowed. You need to watch it in chronological order. <laughs> I apologize. Let's watch Monogatari in time of release date. How about that? That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when did the first Monogatari come out? 2009? Uh, yeah, I think so. 8, 9? Mm. Yes. The first one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alright, we got a we got a ways to go before we start tackling that show. <laughs> well, eventually it'll be there. <laughs> Always, yes. No, no, come on. We already, disco- we already discovered that uh, we're stopping at episode 100. Oh, yeah, that's totally. right. Yeah, because that's, yeah. The, that's the last thing we have on the docket, correct? Yeah, that's the rule. That's the rule. A podcast is not allowed to go over 100 episodes. Once you hit that, it's over. Sorry. That's when everybody said, sorry, I can't record this month. I'm busy. Or next month. Or really this year. 
Right, yeah, he just, <laughs> just disappears into the ether. Uh, I have noticed during quarantine a lot of the regular, whether it be video game or anime podcasts I listen to, they just stop putting shit out during this quarantine period. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, but I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Because I've noticed that with my YouTube as well. Like, my production has gone, my, my productivity has gone down, which is weird because, you know, you'd think being stuck inside all day, you'd be more productive, but apparently it doesn't work like that. But, um, the same thing is like, I noticed that views and everything has just, July has been a horrible month for me. I noticed that for our podcast downloads as well. Very strange. Well, I guess, uh, no, that, that's been kind of the theme throughout quarantine is, you know, people just don't, they're not uh, commuting to work or school. So podcasts are just not on the, uh, not on the brain. Sure. But you think guess. that you think that with more time, people would spend more time watching YouTube. At least that's what I thought. But apparently people have figured out that they would much rather be outside working in their yard or fixing stuff and I don't know, being productive in some meaningful way. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> Lame. They get, <laughs> wait, they're not braving the coronavirus and going to work. For nine hours a day, like me, huh. and listening to nonstop podcasts. Some people I'm, are. I'm, like, running out all the time because my regular ones just aren't producing. How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> I just sleep my t- when I go to work and then I go back. So there's nothing nothing I can do about that. So I'm, fighting, I'm fighting the Rona. I've, I've been working, but I just sleep in the bus. <laughs> uh, Aki just watches VTubers the entire time. It's okay. We all know. No, I don't have the mobile mobile data. Sure, <laughs> you guys in your sure. VTuber chats. Yep, <laughs> it will never stop. Just look Probably in. I'm like, uh, I can't contribute. <laughs> no, you cannot. If you want to, you... no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I can't. I just no, can't. No, yeah, no. <laughs> and suddenly everything's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Was I know there was a wrestler? I think boasting all alive memes or something. Everybody's getting into it now. It's kind of strange. Uh, people that I'm randomly... He, he was, people that I'm oh, randomly following on Twitter them. and shit like he was, that. Yeah. He was photoshopping them into WWE pictures. Mm. Oh, boo. Nice. Nah, people that I've been following on Twitter for like years have just randomly started posting uh, virtual YouTuber stuff. And I'm like, I didn't even realize that you were into this type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found him. His name is Brandon Williams. Oh, he is a, uh, I believe he's a WWE wrestler, and he's a big anime fan. That's probably why. Yeah, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. All right. I want to get into this uh, this topic we have here. Same. So, uh, yeah, let's do um, Speed Racer. How about that? Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! Go! All right, let me make my little note there. Perfect. Okay. So I saw this going around on Twitter. Uh, Andrew from uh, Anime Junkie uh, podcast. Wait, do I have that right? Sure. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think I, I think I blanked on his podcast name. Anyways, uh, he posted, and I think I saw Mandy from the Anime Addicts podcast. They are posting kind of their... 1 to 10 rankings based off of their uh, mal scores and they and what they do is they post your favorite anime from each score. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the idea behind it. And then they uh, sh- So I thought 
I thought that was a fun little thing that we could do for the podcast. And I kind of went about mine in my own little unique way. I didn't go my favorite for each one, but I went for the anime of why I would score that uh, that number for each one. Like what what is what kind of anime would be associated with that score for my kind of flavor about it? Did you guys do something similar, or did you stick to kind of what everyone else was doing? I stuck to my favorite, well, my favorite from each score, and uh, yeah, I also included <laughs> I also included uh, movies because I can't be bothered only doing TV series because movies and OVAs and stuff matters too. God damn it! And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I also don't. Uh, I also don't cheat. I also don't leave everything from like four or three or down unlisted because you would even use the scores. I use these scores. <laughs> right. I, mm, I, I, I feel that, fuck you, Tony. <laughs> What's the matter, you, If you want to call me out, fuck off. Fuck you. If you're going to call me out, then call me out by name. You okay, well, first of all, I wasn't actually right. calling you out. I was calling somebody else out. But you know what? Yeah, sure, Hickey. You too. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I don't give tens and ones. Uh, Icky doesn't have favorites or least favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I try to. I also included everything, but I try to go with older things. Sure, keep you know, up with the retro theme. Yeah, although most of the stuff is just in the two thousands. I was about to say early two, early to mid two thousands, early to mid two thousands, yeah, early to mid two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> because and it's not only because of that. Usually retro stuff i tend to score higher so most of the most of the the retro anime they got a a seven plus score Uh so it's in a it's in a very complicated zone which is basically most of the anime i i have in my list yeah but uh so like it it was so difficult like the, the eight and the nine there is so even the six but then after that is is easier for me it was pretty easy i mean like one of the things i would like though just add before we get into it i like for uh, everybody to kind of give like it doesn't have to be long but a little bit of a reason for why you picked that show you did for the score that you did not just like oh, i picked that for that <laughs> oh i def i put a little note of why i put yeah. why i did that so i'm i'm i feel you i feel you tori mm-hmm. feel yeah you. because just saying like oh for 10 i gave this show's like okay sure and like or nine idea this it's like why no 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 so is it going to be more fun to start at 10 or are we going to work our way i up think it's one? more fun to start at 10 because uh the interesting shows are uh, what you rate higher towards the bottom of the scale <laughs> okay yeah yeah i think the funny ones are mm. uh, i mean 10 is obvious like your top for 10 is obvious that is your favorite anime <laughs> uh unless you do what jd did but i don't know Alrighty, so let's get this thing started. Uh, are you okay, guys, with the order of Tori Hickey me? Or shall we go me Hickey Tori? Hickey Tori me? I don't want to go first. Sure. You don't want to go first? No. I'll I go first. I can go first. Hickey, you want to go first? Hickey, yeah. you go first. I don't have a 10. I don't give out 10s. So I don't have a, le- I don't have a, a score 10 in I don't think I don't think there's a anime that could be described as a masterpiece. Because I don't, I don't give tens. Lame. Of Lame. course, if I just go and pick some, some anime, every single person in the crew just died already. 
Dude, you could just put Anna Green then, Gables there. Then it's like the highest be, rated anime we've done for the podcast. I, I That's gave an 8. So that... Fuck off. Gave eight of, oh, <laughs> to, to Anna of Green Gables. I, I really like it, but... Give it, a, <laughs> give it an 8. Uh, I would have... And for me, something that qualifies as a 10. It's a extremely specific uh, thing. But Spirited Away, uh, it won a fucking Oscar. Every, yeah, <laughs> that sounds everyone, like a 10 to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. It's not the feeling. It's again the Oscars are just shit. Oh my god, Tori, you believe what this guy's saying right now? I do believe that the Oscars are shit. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't give out tens. Uh, it it would have to be like this one anime with exceedingly good, uh, like remarkably good production, uh, money. No problems whatsoever. No problems with production. No problems with distribution. Everyone in the crew should be pretty much deceased because they cannot produce anything better than that. So like it's it's a highly specific thing for me to like to be considered a a ten a masterpiece. That's why I don't give them. All right, Lame. I'll take this up a notch then. My number ten. Well, <laughs> sure. All right, third best host of the anime cast will take this up a notch. <laughs> uh, that's not how I like to advertise myself, but here we go. <laughs> Monster from 2004 is my anime I've put at 10. And the reason why is not only do I think, of course, it's a 10, but I think uh, it's usually those anime that are universally praised from the masses. It involves a deep, intricate storyline and something that has an insane amount of rewatch value to it and stands the test of time. So that's why I've put Monster at 2004, and for those that don't know what Monster is, it's uh, it's a murder mystery kind of psycho-thriller uh, to it. It's 50-plus episodes. It's uh, just an extremely well-written, uh, huge character work. An intricate plot to it all, uh, and that's what I have at number ten. Probably more a psychological thriller than this a murder mystery. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of backtrack, corrected myself on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're doing one. And score. it takes place in, yeah, okay. and it takes place in Germany. You can watch it in multiple languages. Uh, it's awesome. Or you can watch it in a language you understand. Which is Japanese, because nobody watches I in English. I understand it in German, Tori, <laughs> alright? Yeah, but you're not everyone. You're not me. Uh, anyways, alright. So, my 10 is uh, Shock Horror. It's my favorite anime of all time. It is Aria the Animation. A, uh, oh. All of it. It's, uh, just, <laughs> to me, it is just a... Obviously, I haven't given all of it a 10, but the entire show to me is just... It's so great. I still watch it. Like I haven't rewatched the show in full, but I still watch it like clips from... Certain scenes, certain episodes, rewatch a lot, of, a lot of it. And you know, especially now that there's apparently a, there was talk of a movie coming out to this one, which I assume would probably be like, oh a yes, I did see that retelling or something like that. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be fun. And yeah, I absolutely. When it love comes this. out, I would like your review over the movie. Yeah, whenever it comes out, if it uh, <laughs> if it does. Yeah, <laughs> if maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, Hickey, let's let's get your number nine going here. Right, my number nine is... What, what qualifies as the 90% out of 100? Uh, something we covered in this podcast before. It is the movie Jinro. 
Uh-huh. This is my number nine. Uh, if you if, if you want to know more, you can go back at the episode we reviewed it. It is a exceedingly good movie. Uh, not only a animated movie, but a movie overall, a motion picture uh, overall. The music Episode is really good. 63. The story is is exceedingly good. the The visuals as well. It's not anime esque. It's mm-hmm. more like standard animation. the The story itself, it can be seen as many angles as I did also. Like the first one just cops against their wrists and this post uh, post World War Two world dystopic world. Uh, then you know if you watch once if you watch uh, the second time you can get a little bit more of the the intrigues of the police why they want to get rid of the the unit the the werewolves then you know if you watch the live action movies from the 80s which I did you get a completely different opinion on the characters an opinion of what they are doing like you discover that world is a, a kind of a Kaiserheit world where like Germany won World War II and it, it colonized Japan for some reason it's just way too wacky the the story of the world and having the background from the the movies uh what happened before uh, after the the story or uh during the story of the the animated genre with the actual characters from the original work also like reading the original work as well it is very very good although the the 80s movies are a little bit weird they they are they're almost a comedy but it, it has a, a main to it. it it was like if it's a very good overall experience that's why it's my number nine all righty my uh nine out of ten anime i've put here is black lagoon from 2006 and these go down as I'm a mark for this show rating, where I think it's just a kick-ass awesome show uh, with a few flaws. I just can't justify giving it a 10, but I am so in love with what I have seen that it just goes up a mark, and that's what Black Lagoon is. Uh, the anime is an action, balls-to-the-wall, uh, girls-with-guns kind of thing, and uh I, I, it's all, there also has a huge fan base to it all. So, yes, I'm a mark for the show rating, Black Lagoon 2006. Black Lagoon is great. Uh, for my, uh, for my number nine... Awesome, Tori. <laughs> for my number nine, I thought about doing Black Lagoon as well, but I, I thought, nah, you know what? I'm going to give it to Okagino and It is... Uh, totally I mean, fair. Totally yeah, fair. We've done the podcast on this one already. It's it's just such an amazing... night. When it comes to just pure like slice of life and uh, coming of age stories in particular, it's hard to find a, an anime like that that does that sure. whole that whole thing better than Akagi Noan does. It's such a such an emotional ride for those fifty episodes, and it's just it's I don't know. I we praised it a lot in the on the podcast episode, so if you want to hear all about that, then you know go and listen to that. But again, it's. It's such a it's such a rare thing. It's such a shame that the whole uh, masterpiece theater uh, thing got shut down because like that taking on different like uh, uh, literature like uh, literary masterpieces like that and making anime out of them and especially as competently as things like a Kaguya and it's just mm-hmm. something you don't see very much anymore and 
it's great. Now it's normally just alternate takes on it. <laughs> Episode 21. You can go back and listen to our review over Anne of Green Gables. So, there you go. Uh, that qualifies for my number 10, just because of the intricate story. And like you said, you just don't find uh, many anime like that in general. So, mm. there you go. Hickey, yep. take us to the 8 out of 10 rank. My 8 out of 10 is ROD, Read or Die OVA. It's a three-episode OVA. <laughs> from... Excuse me? Read or Die. Read or Die. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great show. Come on, Tori. You know. I did not like the OVA. <laughs> really? No. I really enjoy the OVAs. I quite enjoy the OVAs. I think it's better than the the actual TV series. Yeah, nothing much there. Uh, 2001 to 2002, it's just my jam. It's wacky. It's dumb. It's action-packed. Uh, sane and with interesting powers to it. The power to manipulate paper is basically the power of the main character as she goes around collecting books because she live, she loves it and stop a bunch of resurrected historical figures to dominate the world and stink human race, something like that. It's it's a very interesting, very wacky 2000s anime. Alrighty. I got Lupin the Third from 1971 for my 8 out of 10 rank. And uh, in parentheses, I have, it's better than Shonen Score. <laughs> but it's not kind of the, I'm a mark for the show. I'm a big Lupin the Third fan. Uh, absolutely. A lot of the very good episodic shows tend to get the 8 out of 10s. Uh, maybe the stories could be more uh, intricate, maybe a little bit more deeper or more deep. Uh, so yeah, Loop on the Third, we've covered on the podcast a number of times, different uh, iterations from it, so from season one to a special OVA episode we've done in the past. Uh, very easy to just uh, go to redleafretrocast.com, type in Loop on the Third, and you can uh, easily find the, the couple of podcasts we've, we've covered that. Uh, very much enjoy these shows. Uh, they just, they're just missing certain elements to kick it up another notch to that, uh, that Mark 9 out of 10 score. That I have, so yeah, that's what I got. Lupon, most Lupon at is those eight out of tens. The good Lupons, I should say. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So my eight out of ten is actually my third favorite anime movie. Uh, I would have had my number one favorite anime movie, but sadly that would have been a nine, and it just doesn't quite make it up there. Mm-hmm. Um. So my third favorite anime movie is actually the disappearance of Haruyu Susumiya. Uh, Forty-eight. It's a movie that interesting just. Now, I I enjoyed uh, the Melancholy of Harry me at the TV series. I thought it was good, but it never quite made it up to like great for me. It was it was fun watch, but I it's not like a show that I'm like, oh, I died. This this is the show. It was a fun show first time, but then I watched the disappearance of Harry me and it's just like that movie after the series is just it's it's just leagues better. I love it so much. It's such a fucking amazing movie. It's, Probably my favorite, uh, yeah, probably my favorite uh, Kyoto animation work in general. It's it's amazing. It is. It is. And very long. Yeah, but you know what? It didn't feel like it. <laughs> uh. All right. Now it's number seven. Yes. We start to get you the wacky stuff. Oh, <laughs> yes, we do. 
my my number seven. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I think mm, I don't know what was going on yesterday. I know that I drink a lot. That's about it. Uh, I chose <laughs> Kotetsu Tenshi Kurvi <laughs> or Steel Angel Kurvi. It is the, the the pinnacle of Japanese entertainment industry in the late nineties. Uh, the show came out in nineteen ninety nine and ended uh, ended in two thousands. The January, like mid March two thousands. I don't think you, you have you guys ever heard about this show? No, I have not heard no? of the show. It sounds like a seven out of ten. It's. <laughs> It's like yeah, it's so, it, if if it sounds like a a a seven out of ten, it is a seven out of ten. Basically, during the during the the first world war, a a scientist in Japan just made an android. That's basically it, and which is good to me. They still angel every, and then the army started to kind of pressure him into making androids because everyone was fucking. Having like just action, boat action rifles, and this guy had a fucking android, and they're like, Let, let's make weapons out of this and conquer the Manchuria because you know that's what Japan did. And well, anyway, history, and then he said, "No, fuck you." Then just your your main character comes in, uh, finds the robot, act- activates her. Now she's like in love with him, whatever. It's just that it is the the pinnacle of late nineties <laughs> Japanese anime stuff. Everything, everything is just late uh, late nineteen ninety nine two thousands. That transition to the modernish era of anime we're we're going through. Mm-hmm. It's a wacky fun one. Alrighty, seven out of ten. Uh, for the mal scores, Ranma one half from 1989. I dub this the Shonen score. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I'm a Shonen. I'm a. I'm a big Shonen fan. Uh, big basic fan, you might say, and basic anime that are entertaining, but you know they're not gonna light the world on fire with its stories. It's just gonna get you invested for many, many episodes. It is also your above-average score, which is most shonen. So yeah, I got Ranma one half, very easy shonen comedy type with some action in it. Shows from 1989. Uh, any argument that the that most shonens get those get a seven out of ten? It's also the most basic uh, mal score out there. So thought they, I thought it worked perfectly. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah yeah. Usually like yeah six seven because yeah. it's shonen it's like it's not bad but it's just standard so it just gets the, the standard score mm-hmm. all right unless like you fuck up real bad then, mm. like all right so my number seven is uh funny enough probably probably with the way i talk about it a lot one of my favorite shows uh it is loop on the third not a particular loop on the third i just gave it so I put Loop on the third there because seven is probably my most common score for Loop on the third stuff. There's a few sure, eights yeah. and a few sixes and below, but generally speaking, I enjoy Loop. But like, again, it's the episodic nature. It's not groundbreaking in any way. It's very simple, but it's a lot of fun. Easy to watch. Should be after, considering the fact that I almost watch all of the main part of Loop on, including like pretty much every single uh, 
spin-off movie and everything that's happened. So, yeah, I, you know, I hope I enjoy it. it. Makes sense. <laughs> kind of match, matched what I did with that, the Shonen score. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so now Lupin is just, it's just wacky fun most of the time. It's, it's very rare for me to be disappointed with Lupin just because there isn't really much to be disappointed in. It's like, you know... Are you going to get disappointed that it's samey? I mean, it's been samey since it happened. It's been samey since the early 70s, late 60s when it first came out. It's like, I mean, sure, you can grow out of it. You can not like it. That's understandable. But, you know, if you like it, it's one of those things like you you know the formula. You probably sure. like the formula. It's never really deviates from that. And, you know, whenever it does, it's generally a spinoff movie. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, we're getting we're getting to the even more wacky stuff. This is when things start going downhill. We've reached no. six out of ten. The the Icky. six out of ten I chose. Uh, there was another show before, but we then might I, piss I some people I off changed. now with these. Yeah, I chose Sose no Omioji for six out of ten. It's it's not a shonen score for me. It's six. So like this one, it's just it it starts very rough. The characters, everything, they're very annoying, but it, it gets better with time. Mm-hmm. They grow on you. Also, like, if you're watching 50 episodes out of this, you need to commit. So, after like 20, the characters start to grow on you. They actually have character development and shonen. So, like, that contributes for you getting used and understanding the characters better. But, you know. The rest, extremely standard stuff. Just extremely standard shonen, extremely standard score. Hmm. All right, yeah, that's fair enough. I, you know, my, my standard usually goes up to a 7 for shonen, just because I watch a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, my general rating for a 6 out of 10, I thought the perfect rating goes to Death Note from 2006. Come on. <laughs> no, I I mean the first part, no. The second part, yes. Ah, but there is a reason why. And that is you kind of said it right there. It had something that either pissed me off or irritates me to no end. Whether the show starts out very well or has you hooked. It's I usually give these 6 out of 10s when I was looking through my list. Something just didn't hit right. And it left me infuriated. A big sour taste in my mouth. You just didn't hit the mark at the end. And Death Note definitely did that. That whole second half just went, why did you do this? Uh, there, there's, uh, there's, there's Macross uh, uh, that, that does that. Not Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. The later Macross uh, has, has that. Um, so yes, it's always something that just pisses me off, irritates me in some way. Just something falls off a cliff, just deserves that 6 out of 10 rating that I'm just like, why did you do this? You were there, and then you just, you managed to just uh, rip my tongue out and show it to me. Kind of anime. That's Death Note. There you go. Tori, do you disagree with my controversial pick? I'm sure people I mean, will... I do disagree with you because I like Death Note quite a lot. I agree well, that I it's, like uh, Death Note. it, uh, like, the biggest mistake of that thing is definitely just, uh, killing of l but um other than that it's like whoa spoilers i know right oh my god you spoiled death note i mean the the worst mistake they did was the fucking 
Netflix movie. But... Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to talk franchise whole, then yes, absolutely. But And for the, for the 2006 series in particular, we're talking like the biggest thing, like the down, the uh, kind of downward spiral definitely starts there because, you know, the whole like, there's a factory of similar produced, like whatever, who cares? <laughs> That's not as fun. But whatever. Um, yeah, my number six goes to a childhood favorite of mine, actually. It goes oh. to Digimon Adventure. It's a show that I absolutely yeah, loved the shit out of SA Kid. Now, as an adult, I don't like it as much. It's still good and I like it, but, you know, it's a. I think a six out of ten is a fair for that. Uh, a fair score for that show. Like, it's. It's above average. Like, it's better than most other kids' show shows, in my opinion. It actually tries to have a more serious story, actually has characters and shit like that. Unlike Pokemon, anything. <laughs> uh, so yeah, for me, you know, it was a childhood favorite. And it's a, it's a show that I still look at from time to time. And we've been watching the new Digimon right now and I'm enjoying it. Uh, we've done, uh, Pokemon versus Digimon, just for the sake of it. Uh, it's in our Slayers episode back in episode 25. <laughs> what a cursed episode. It's <laughs> an awesome episode. You take that back. <laughs> Pokemon, Digimon, and Slayers in a single episode. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we really... You didn't want to have Dragon Ball thrown in there for while you were at it. <laughs> no, Dragon Ball deserved its own episode, which doesn't have as many downloads as I thought it was going to have. But it's Dragon Ball. You should have you should have put a C at the end. Yeah, Z would have had a million. <laughs> but no, we did the original. Uh, All right, Hickey, what gets that fabled fifty percent score for you? Right. Uh, just just a clarification. I think that will happen to everyone. There was a huge drop in quality. Uh, once once you you were below six the the quality is just yeah speak for yourself yeah my at least in yeah at least in my list and it's something i realized i don't have many five to below scores wow so because of that Mm. the shows were there it's like especially because my most of my scores are like technicals it's like technicalities based not so much how i feel about the show so uh, yeah 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 my my fifth one is uh something that will never ever get to television these days <laughs> it's my new hick and chill no one heard about this that's a good question. I never bored the translating this. Hmm. Eh, doesn't matter. Never heard of it. Doesn't matter. It's a five. I out don't of even 10. know the kanji that is going there. Uh, basically, you, you guys never heard about Manu Hikincho? I don't think so. I don't think so oh, either. What the, mm, At least not by that you. name. <laughs> right. Let's Tori and I are a bit lost, Hickey. Devil's Milk Sacred Book. Yep, okay. nope, never heard of it. Definitely <laughs> not familiar Basically, with this Basically, in this show, uh, it's a 12-episode series. Uh, there is a clan in Japan in the other period, and it's in alternate Japan where if you have big boobs, you are royalty. Makes sense. So this clan of the main character has a technique, since they are a ninja clan, that lets you 
steal the the boob size of other people and increase why <laughs> and increase yours. Oh my God. Uh, and it's basically a show of big boobed ninja woman going around trying to steal each other's boobs. Hold on. Is this uh God damn it, what's that studio called? The one who makes it's it's by Hoods Entertainment. Yeah, Hoods. I was like, is this that fucking weird ass hood shows that I sometimes see uh see gifts off? It is. Yes, it's and absolutely. The one, the one oh my the, god. The, the boobs jutsu. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh the no. show's so then good. I know what it is. Oh, I've never seen I, it, but oh, I've seen I, enough. I remember the show so good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. So good. But it's so bad. It's so bad it's it's good. Oh man, I had so much fun watching this as a kid. Uh, That's a perfectly legal adult. <laughs> it's okay. It was on television, so <laughs> yeah. Okay, never mind that. That is okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like everything is average when it comes to it, it's hoods. Everything is very, 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 very generic. I don't know what you're most talking of the time with great. animation and why not? But the story, man, <laughs> it's just amazing. It's amazing to witness whatever the fuck that you're doing in this show. Go, GD. Go. Number All right. Five. five out of ten. Uh, so I've classified this as they are never as good as the original or sequel uh, or boring. So take that with take the boring part. That's uh, not this show. This is kind of in that first category of never as good as the original season. It's a sequel. I've put Space Battleship Yamato Season 3 from 1980. So, uh, obviously, it's the... I think it's technically the fifth iteration of Yamato, because there's a couple movies, there's a special in between uh, Season 2 and 3. And it's not that I don't like Yamato Season 3, it's just compared to the other seasons of Yamato, I start kind of rating them uh, in comparison to the other shows of it. So, uh, I also have, like, a lot of Detective Conan movies uh, in these, uh, some One Piece movies. You know, everything's in comparison to another. I even have a couple Ghibli movies kind of in this 5 out of 10 rating. Not that they're boring or terrible, it's just in comparison to the other shows. Uh, Now, in the boring category, I could list a bunch of other shows kind of in the hickey category of what what you did. So I thought I'd kind of go outside the box of why you might see a show that I do like, it's just not rated as high. It's uh, because of that whole sequel comparison deal. So Space Battleship Yamato Season 3, 1980. So that 5 out of 10. I see. Alright, so... <clears throat> in my what, five you disagree, of... Tori? You got something to say? No, I haven't watched it. Uh, so, oh, right, in my right, 5 out of 10, right. my 5 out of 10 is generally just means average. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for me, it's probably a show that you will never hear anybody talk about ever again, and that is uh, White Album 1. The, uh, mm. the I was about to say the prequel to White Album 2. Technically, yes, but not really. Ah, uh, uh-huh. it's comparatively. Ah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. NTR, dude. Exactly, that's the one. Uh, so, White Album 1 is a... It's based on a visual novel, and it's kind of this... It's this very strange kind of take on a, like, uh, I don't even really want to call it the fucking love triangle or a fucking whatever. There was a lot of girls there by the end. 
Some of them were maybe romantic interests, some of them might not have been, who knows, people sleep around because, you know, you gotta have that, and, uh, it's just a weird mess of an anime that's like, you look at staff, you look at people, uh, certain people, and there is competent wor uh, people working on this anime, and you can see glimpses of that. They try to frame everything in a very interesting light for, uh, like, a visual novel adaptation, but it's such a inconsistent mess that all I can really think of is like credit for trying but it just comes off as kind of amateur like people kind of they didn't really know what to do so they kind of tried a bunch of stuff like they tried to frame because you know there's a lot of like inner conflict and a lot of like inner thoughts that need to get fleshed out so they kind of just Flesh those out by just pasting white text on the screen every once in a while. Just like, oh, look, he's thinking this and thinking that. It's like, eh, I see what you're going for, but it just looks kind of weird. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But mm, it's, it's, the story's not that likable. <laughs> no, it is, but that's not really, it, it that doesn't, doesn't bother me. Much. That doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't need to like it. It's kind of like, I, I enjoy parts of it. I can see what they're going for. Like, it's a different kind of romance uh but it's not <laughs> it's just it's it's strange right at the end of the day i watched both seasons of white album one i had no problem watching it i wasn't like i didn't hate it but it's just kind of it's kind of there although to be fair to white album one while i do like white album two better the music in white album one is just way better than white album two All right, so now it's four, the four out of ten, and uh, oh boy, I don't know why this anime is so high rated in my anime list, but oh well, <laughs> it's one of my actually favorite animes, not because it's good, it's because it's bad. Mm. It, it it Some decisions were made in that which don't make any sense. I don't understand why they did it. I don't. I. I honestly don't understand. <laughs> I honestly don't understand anything in this anime. But uh, I guess a, a good clue to know is it's uh, from the visual novel, and it's the uh, the visual novel was developed by the same people who developed Two Horned. So the anime is called Comic Party, and I I talked about this this show a few times in the podcast. It's from two thousand one, and we honestly need to review this. So basically, it's a shitty Genshin. Let's go with that. Oh, uh, Taishi, the, the main character. <laughs> yeah. It's a Taishi, shitty version of a better anime. <laughs> yeah, Taishi, he's like this normal dude. He basically faceless extra guy in in, in Japanese animation. He gets just uh, dragged to the anime world by a friend. And uh, his friend is very obnoxious. There's a bunch of obnoxious, old-ass 80s anime tropes that you see, like, in Slaves and shit. But, uh, basically, this guy, he's a double dude, gets dragged in by, in, uh, like, to, to the otaku world. Then he, you know, he enjoys it very much, and he really enjoys the fanbooks, the, the doujin. So he started to train and he becomes a doujin maker or a doujin draw. The artist? Yeah, a doujin artist. The problem with this show is 
aside the 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 overused late 90s otaku jokes for some reason the director decided to skip every single time the guy is just doing a comic so the the point of this show is the is the journey of this man in the otaku dome being a dojin artist but every single time when it, when an episode finishes with him sitting on his his desk and say all right i'm going to draw my fucking comic book now next episode you have like a two month time skip and the book is done i don't know why they did that i think it, it, the, the anime just is voided of purpose and it's it's just like a lot there's a lot of problems with the show but it makes it so enjoyable to watch it's such a mess i love it unbelievable you know hickey it's it, it it can't it has to be fate that you just have to mention two heart all the time because my number four the four out yeah. of ten is two heart from 1999 yeah. which we covered in the past it's, on the yeah, podcast the, the same developer did comic party i really need to find the the visual novel and see if in, in the visual novel they just escape and like escape the the drawing process or whatever how they they did that if it's just a, a skip and then the the anime director's like all right what what did you do in the visual novel for the when he's drawing the doujin they're like oh, we just skipped okay we have a time skip uh, that show has like five or six time skips Ugh. it's fun so we but covered two heart. two heart yes back in episode 5 of the podcast and uh yes it made me uh question a lot of things uh mostly uh that's why it's in the why did i watch this category that i have which seems to be the four out of ten range uh it seems to have uh caused me mental anguish from all the way back back when we did cover this podcast and just comes up all the time so it, it just never left my mind why did i watch this too hard 1999 Tori, do you disagree you with this at all? <laughs> you no. forced to watch. God damn you, Hickey. This is your fault. <laughs> did you also put two heart four out of ten, please? No, no, please. I did not. No, 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 no. It's by the same developer. <laughs> no, I did not. Are we moving on? Are we moving on to me now then? Yes. <laughs> Alright. Fine. My number four goes to a very special show by Gona Guy. Based on a Gona Guy manga. It goes Uh-oh. to Cutie Honey. God. I Cutie love Honey that Universe? Show. Nope. Cutie Honey. The original Cutie Honey. Wow. God, I okay. love that show. It is so bad. <laughs> but I love that show. <laughs> uh, so you guys have kind of gone with the so bad you like it score. Yes. Uh-huh. It's, it's a favorite from each score. That's why well, it's my you, favorite number four. I love Cutie Honey. It's four, funny. Okay. The four is the is is the fun one. The five and the f- mm. the four are the fun ones. It's really bad anime. We just enjoy because it's bad. Let's see if I can't look at my mal here and see also if I can just find just a, a, a fun things. We talked about Too Hard and we talked about Comic Body, but White Album is also by the same guys who did them. <laughs> They're the same game developer. <laughs> They also made uh, Utawari Rumono. Ooh, interesting. Yep. Uh, I have Tenchi Muyo, 4 out of 10. Quite like Tenchi Muyo. Mm-hmm. That's just so bad it's fun for me. Uh, 
let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Like all of mine are so bad, it's fun when it comes to the lower side, except for... Except for a one. Um, you know, like, choose and... Devil Man? Debru Man? Debru Man is four out of ten. Yeah, I did not like Devil Man. The original. The... Well, it's Debru Man. Debru Man. <laughs> it's Belt Man. Belt uh, Man! Yeah. That's kind of what I... Yeah, a lot of the other why did I watch this scores uh, is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Hickey. Three out of ten. Let's go. Three out of ten. The fabled three out of ten. Three out of ten. On my list, I had like ten shows with a three. And the one I chose was Osama Game, the animation. (laughs) Again, because it's fun. Okay? This show yeah, is so bad. It's so fucking bad. I wanted to punch myself and forget the fuck I saw. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun doing so. I wanted so to concuss it's... myself. Give myself amnesia just so I'd Listen, never man, remember. Listen, man. What other show can you say that oh you watched where you, so have a, where you have one of the main antagonists... Well, you, you have the main antagonist put a fucking used condom on her face or... Where a girl gets caught on fire, just spontaneously combusts, and decide the best course of action is to strip. <laughs> I mean, come on. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Clockwork, like I had Henshikas and Clockwork Planet, like yeah. those shows, I, I did not have fun watching it. All makes sense. <laughs> like, I but agree since, with this. Since I, yeah, since I didn't have fun watching it, I cannot recommend to anyone. I cannot quote those shows. So... I kind of went with the the same deal. I thought about putting something like Clockwork Planet and uh, among others. My three out of ten, uh, I noticed, is the drop zone. Or, upon reflection, I should have dropped the show. Why I finished it, I'm sure each show has its own reason with me. I usually keep track of all that, so I do know these shows. And one of them, uh, I still... Remember to this day, it's Genesis Climber Mospeda from 1983. Okay, I went I went retro with this, and it's usually along those lines of, yes, I should have dropped this show, I have completed it, I have basically every show I've dropped in this 3 out of 10 range. That's the score. And Mospeda, for those that don't know, is one of the three anime that was shoved into the, uh, the Macross Abomination uh, that was released in the U- United States, and upon watching that entire show, it's like, A, yes, I should have dropped this, and B, it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible show, and there's nothing fun about it. That's my 3 out of 10 range, the drop zone. Tori. All right. My 3 out of 10, go, uh, tree, uh, 3 out of 10. Your 3 out of 10? Yeah, my 3 out of 10 goes to three a special... 1, a special movie. It's it's something else. It's called I City, and it is just you know those show shows or movies that are just nothing makes sense. The story they didn't even try to have the story make sense. It's like you wonder why they even bothered putting this thing out, but then you watch it, you complete it, and you realize that you know what? I know why this exists. That was fun as hell. <laughs> there was so much pointless violence and stupid shit and Ah oh, I City as well. Oh my god, it's it's just it's one of those it's just 
it is a shit movie. It is, by all accounts, bad. But it knows it, and it owns it, and I love that. That's why I City is my number three, or the show, my favorite movie from that I gave three. It's just, it's special. <laughs> it's, it's, he has a place in my heart. It does. I will know that. That and Wicked City. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so the last, my last show, because I don't give ones as well. Uh, this is the lowest of the low. Uh, no, what is lowest of the low? In the score two, I have the only show I drop, but left left a score because the show is so bad it needs to go down even more in the score. And uh, things I really, really wished I haven't seen, and I chose it among a sensei. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. A lot of people really like it. Among us and say, you know, congratulations to you. Um, <laughs> you should you should seek medical health, or just put a bullet in your skull. So there you go. At least if you are very drunk, I guess it's fun. It doesn't compare to the show I dropped, Avenger. It doesn't compare to <laughs> Berserk's second season. And it certainly doesn't even come close to Isekai smartphone. So that's why I chose Eromaga Sensei. There you go. Uh, my 2 out of 10 is always... Uh, it always gets the score. This show caused me physical pain in some way. Whether it's my eyes bled. Uh, I can't believe what I heard. Uh, the first, most recent one I could really really give this score to, and we I spoke about it on the podcast, it's the Seven Seeds anime on Netflix from 2019. It's a, a true abomination of something I loved, and my eyes did, indeed ble- did, indeed, did indeed bleed, so much so it's hard to even talk about. Tori, please, continue on, because I really don't want to give this anime even the benefit of the doubt, and more, more words shall be not spoken. You should definitely watch the second season. No, no. <laughs> I can't uh, go through that again. Oh, man. All right. So my number two is uh, actually goes to a show that I picked because I actually like this show until a certain point when stuff started to absolutely go to shit. Right. culminated at the end with a final fight that happens off screen. And I don't uh-huh. just mean that they did uh, that they oh. cut the fight out. I mean that because they didn't have time to finish the episode, they just moved the camera and looked oh. at the wall while the sound effects of the fighting happened on the outside of the screen. And it's just mind-boggling to me that they actually put that out. I don't understand why, but they did. This show is called Quality Code. Uh, I knew it was yes. Quality Code. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You give it a two? Yeah. Dude, I think you, it gave it a four. It was three. such a good show in the first couple of episodes. It I was, really liked this. But, but then it just all went to like, shit. The story started to fall apart. And then the production just went to hell. It's like, I don't, what yeah, happened the, here? Just like, <laughs> what, what was uh, his and her circumstances? Worse. Well, the last episode is just like this artistic. <laughs> At least that's artistic. Presentation. Yeah. This one is just a still image of some building exploding and the, the sound effect. Not even a building oh, yeah, exploding. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, a yeah. sound effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I, oh, my God. It's like, you know, 
we made fun of like stuff like um, Nora and stuff like that for being poorly sure. animated, but god damn it, at least that is it's still technically considered animation. Whatever quality I code did at the end there, that's that's not animation. That's just here, look at this I can't even say look at this pretty picture. It's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> not a wall with anything in it, just a wall. <laughs> oh my god, that show. Alright, Hickey, round us out. Mm, he has the bottom no one. Of the bo- oh, wait, you have no one. All I, right. don't have, My turn. I don't have a one, because if a show receives a Fuck one, you, there's Hickey. like no point to it, meaning the shows who would get a one don't exist. You're wrong. Oh, because again, if, wrong, if someone said, this is okay, put this on TV Tokyo on fucking prime time, oh, no, that no, no, already no, no. qualifies it as a two. So... No, no, no. See, this is why you're wrong, because I have one that's worth it. And this this goes all the way back to our very first episode of the Anime Podcast. Everything co- everything comes around full circle. I have Cleone no Akari from 2017. It gets the full-on, why? Oh, no, come, on. <laughs> come on, man. Just don't bully the orphan even more. Look. I cannot believe that girl killed herself. Look. Holy shit, that anime. Oh my god. Oh man. So, yes, just us uh, reiterating it. Very first episode, Cleo Noakari. It gets the solid 1 out of 10, the most bottom of the barrel you could possibly imagine. There's nothing redeemable about us, about it, other than we all shit watch. It is the shit watch score, you could also argue. Tori, did I just bring back horrible memories? Uh no, I actually forgot about that show, and I'm glad. Oh. I don't even think I'm glad I gave you it a did one. forget about it. I yeah. wish I could forget about it. Did you also give it a one? No, I don't think I did. I think I gave it a two. Oh, oh boo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So my one goes to a special OVA. So you know, ignoring what Hickey said about being so bad, that, like it can't be bad if it was on TV. This thing wasn't even on TV, so fuck you. Um, no, no. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> It never even made it that far because it's a single episode OVA called Mars of Destruction. You all know it. You all hate ah, it. And, yes. Uh, you know, yes, yes. Same. It's one of those. It often gets the reputation of being the worst anime ever made. I disagree. But it is still down there. <laughs> so, you know, it's just it's one of those. It's one of those shows where it's like it looks bad. The story. Uh, Whatever, whatever is the story for that show? I, I know there was something about regular dude fighting back against aliens with special cyber police anime girls, and though they they die, and this shock horror normal dude is not actually as normal as you might think, and then some shocking revelation at the end where the alien basically goes be like, "We're not the invaders here. You are." Because, you know, you need that at the end. And uh, <laughs> stuff like that. And it's just like, the end credits roll and you're just sitting there like fucking... <laughs> your head in your hands like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> you're, you're the invaders. <laughs> I don't know. All I remember is you guys literally just shooting down from heaven to destroy everything. Who's the invaders? <laughs> You're the one destroying everything. Sure. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, they're trying to be profound in like the fucking final 10 seconds. It's like, you maybe should have r- written something about that. <laughs> you know? 
to have that mean anything. <laughs> you can't just drop a fucking big bad alien dude in and murder a bunch of people and then at the end go, You did this! <laughs> it's like the epitome of that fucking meme. You know, the guy, they're like, dude sits there, gets shot, guy turns around, but why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that, but in anime form. <laughs> there you go. So that was a fun little topic. I quite, I quite enjoyed this. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed it as well. Uh, yeah, that was our one through ten. Feel free to, uh, you know, write them down, post on Twitter, hit us all up, use the hashtag #RedleafRetroCast as usual. Uh, fun stuff. Shall we get it onto our review over Touch Part Two? Sure. All right. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Alright, just gotta make my little timestamp mark here. There we go. Alright. We are reviewing the baseball love-stricken anime Touch. From 1988? Is this correct? Uh, I don't think it is. 1985. Yeah. 1985. Uh, so we're doing episodes uh, 27 through 54. It's arc two. Uh, last we left off. Well, the story the story goes, it's uh, twin brothers and the 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 girl next door. Uh, they got their little trio thing going on. They grew up together, and of course, uh, there's a love triangle there. Uh, Kazu Kazuya is the quote unquote younger brother. And he's the baseball star. Uh, and Tatsuya is the older brother that is kind of the, the free spirit of the bunch. And Minami is is the girl next door, like I said. And uh, the it's kind of, it's it's your coming coming of age type story. There's uh, everyone's got their own little uh, th- quirks about them, and uh, Tatsuya is kind of the fuck up in in everyone's eyes. He's he's the goofball. And, uh, basically what happens is right before, uh, the big game, Kazuya gets hit by a car and dies. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And it's, uh, it's, it's a very shocking moment in the anime to say the least. It's a, it's a game changer, you might say. <laughs> Literally. And yeah. <laughs> and he's, uh, obviously Kazuya is deeply in love with Manami. He's more of the forceful. He wants to prove himself. Uh, go to Koshin, win the big game for the town and the school and everything. Everyone has high hopes for him, and bang in a in a in a shattered dreams moment, it's all over in a flash. And meanwhile, Tatsuya uh, is kind of battling his own little uh, inner issues. He joins a boxing club. He's trying to prove himself in his own quirky little way. And of course, Minami is struggling with. Kind of meeting everyone's expectations of being with Kazuya. Everyone has that expectation of her, uh, including the school, of voting for them being best couple. Uh, but she actually uh, comes to terms and and, find, and kind of accepts her own love for actually Ta- Tatsuya. And they have a nice little uh, moment there in the anime. It's uh, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a slow moving one. But everything plays out kind of in a in a realistic way, whether you want that to happen or not. I think it's written incredibly well, and that's kind of what we discussed in our review part one 
way back when, a year and a <laughs> half ago at this point <laughs> yeah. in the anime cast. So here we are with part two. Uh, the death has occurred. And a lot of things were left up in the uh, up in the question mark of fuck. What's going to happen next? And you could kind of see uh, with the way Tatsuya reacts and and um, what's going to happen with the baseball team. And they kind of hinted at Tatsuya wanted to join the baseball team in in season in part one. And here we are in part two, where it's mostly Tatsuya trying to fill his brother's shoes and overcome his brother in a lot of ways he wants to prove not only to the town to to himself that he can eclipse his brother and now that he's dead the only way at least this is my interpretation of how the story plays out the only way he can do that is win Koshin, something his brother was never able to do and it's more or less carrying carrying his spirit along as well i mean and that's uh, that's what happens it's not even so much winning uh it's just kind of the whole thing, like, uh, Kasuya's thing was, like, he promised Minami that he would take her to Koshin. Uh, right. So, but you know, that's... you can say win. No, I know, I know, I know, but it's like, <laughs> you yeah. You're just, you don't go to the finals and be like, I just, I'm just happy to be here, guys. Well, you, you, don't, you don't have to go to the finals. You get to Koshin before you get to finals. That's kind of my mm. point. So, it's like, you, yeah. they don't, it's, they never specify they had to win there. It's just kind oh, of... Oh, come on. They want to take her, he wanted to take her there. Now, he couldn't, because while he, well, Kasuya almost did, obviously... He got a serious case of uh, getting hit by truck and uh, probably got his yeah, that, uh, you know, but, yeah, you know, so. That, that, usually, that usually is a bad condition. Yeah, well, at least he gets to live on in another world. It's a lot, and, lot, uh, more, <laughs> lot more common in anime <laughs> than one thinks. Uh, so, yeah, now, yeah, and now, now they, it's, now it's just, uh, living in the new world as a, as a baseball player. <laughs> Uh, that's a show. Uh, no, but like now it's Tasia trying to take up the mantle and getting uh, Minami to Koshin. But he isn't as good. Or rather, something that they always showed was that growing up, Tasia was always more naturally gifted than Kasuya was. It was just lazy. He didn't bother doing anything. Right. So eventually, kind of, you know, as with anything, any natural gift, if you don't keep up with it, it's never going to stick around. So, but you still see, like, he kind of debuts for the baseball team. Like, he shows that... He's got a really, he's got a really fast fastball. Like he can throw really hard. He just has no accuracy whatsoever. Right. He has no control to this huge mm. velocity that he has. Yep. Uh, so I actually found that kind of the most interesting baseball aspect of the entire anime in this season. So I've watched Major. I've watched four seasons of that show. Uh, I haven't seen the rest of it. And the the major flaw, if you will, haha. <laughs> uh, is that they don't really take, and this is a problem I have with a lot of sports anime, which we've discussed in the past, where it's always I have to stay in because even if it like costs me my arm, kind of situation, or uh, the the coaches just don't really teach him anything, or you know the the list is is the list goes on and on and on, and what they what what was shown here uh, at its most basic element is Tatsuya. Yes, he he was. They showed they they showed us very early on that yes he's naturally gifted, but he just needs to work at it. And what do we get, what do we got here? He's naturally gifted. He has a extremely high velocity to his fastball, uh, way above a skill level of a high school team, obviously, and very something extremely similar happens in major. And by uh, by the fall, he has control of it. He can he can hit the strike zone basically. 
Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. (laughs) Um, There's a really, really cool game. Uh, He gets a quote-unquote rival uh, that he doesn't really see as a rival. And mm. they go to an uh, extra inning game yeah. in the rain, which is really cool. And, well, the rain kind of throws throws you off. You can't grip the ball well. And uh, there's a really cool line in it where it's like, fuck, his velocity hasn't dropped. And they're, ele- they're in 11 innings in, right? Mm-hmm. He, out- he outpitches uh, the number one ranked pitcher uh, in the region. But the rain caused him to, uh, well, walk everyone home. He, you know, he loses control. And that's his flaw, right? So really cool baseball element to it all. And just in just from my own baseball knowledge and what I generally see in a lot of at least especially growing up where kids that don't play baseball from age like six until 16 in this case, you can learn the basics really fast. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you have that talent, you will reach that that high school level a lot quicker and your big advantage you just don't have the kind of the game mentality mm-hmm. uh there but what what ends up happening especially for pitchers is they don't have the wear and tear on their shoulder and elbow so it would make it makes total sense that Tatsuya can last 11 innings and his velocity doesn't drop cuz he doesn't have that wear and tear to it mm-hmm. yeah definitely so i i, I really liked how how this real, how this all played out with Tatsuya's skills and how he's able to develop, and it kind of works with his boxing because he was yeah. working on his arm strength this whole time as well. So all these things just roll together on top of each other, and that's why he was able to prove himself. Not only that, I really like the baseball element. Yeah, not only that. One of the things I really like, well, tying into the whole baseball thing, uh, sorry, boxing thing again as well for baseball. It's like one of the things is that he was really, you know, obviously tying it into his character again because like he was kind of. Uh, that's it was kind of he was afraid, like he didn't really want to punch people. Right. Like, he didn't really go go get that's kind of has been his personality for a lot of it. It's like he doesn't really go and get anything. He kind of just hangs around back. And you know, Harada, one of his friends, well, the bully, uh, he has kind of been on there as well. Like, <laughs> isn't it time for you to step onto the field uh, field of play already? Like uh, or onto the uh onto the stage, stuff like that. Right. Right. Right, right. To kind of, you know, because as he said, to quote as poetically. <laughs> a drama isn't fun when there is no rival. Um, and, yes, uh, what a great, right? what a great line. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's like what I like as well. It's like the thing that they always got to him about in his boxing uh, for Tatsuya was that he had good reflexes. He wasn't good at throwing punches, and he wasn't really going after people. But he was good at avoiding getting punched. And uh, kind of that thing that kind of also ends up playing out in a in a game where he kind of he throws and he get he gets us uh, the pitch gets hit. And it just gets knocked forward, and he just kind of throws out an arm and grabs it. Stuff yeah, like the, that. Bi- the big, yeah, the heavy line drive up the middle, and he yep. just, he, yeah, you see that in real baseball games where it's just, how'd that guy catch it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I, I, when I saw it, I was just like, wow, they actually, oh, they actually decided to use his his reflexes for something as well. It wasn't just like a one-off line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other side as well is him like going to the. To the, boy, to the baseball team is how smart he's a, he actually is. Yeah. It's like, you need to be lazy, you need to be extremely smart. And Harada, <laughs> yeah, Harada in the background is always like, hmm, everyone call his brother genius, but like, especially when he was playing against the, what is his name? The, the very annoying guy, Nishimura. Yes. Yeah. The Nishimura team, where he was just giving balls and, and uh, base on balls. 
and everyone was just booing and saying, oh, uh, they didn't translate that in the, the original, but the the crowd was like, oh, where's the real picture? Give, like, you know, saying, who the fuck is this claw? And while you have everyone who doesn't understand what's going on, just booing and laughing at him, Harada with the Nita mm-hmm. in the background, and Harada is just like, everyone called uh, his brother a genius, but I think that feels like, he's he feels this role better what what do you think about him and it is like i cannot read this guy game it's like i don't understand what he's doing and it's a little bit scary yeah like oh and you see more and more about that he since you're paying more attention to him you don't have like you don't have the isekai protagonist to split your your attention in in characters you realize all his erratic and weird actions throughout the first season or the first part of the show are all calculated to some point, to some degree. Mm, it's just kind of selfless. But it's a lot of stuff. Like, it's the same thing. Like, when he tries to... Um, when Tasuya tries to join the uh, the baseball team, as you can imagine, he wasn't exactly met with applause. He was like, oh, yes, <laughs> right. we're going to have him. It's like, people really didn't, uh, didn't want him. And, uh, oh, God, what was his... Uh, Kotaro. Especially the uh, the catcher, uh, he, yeah, Kazuo's best friend. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He really doesn't want him there. What I like is one of the things like Tasia always gets on uh, Kotaro's nerves. He always picks on him. Always acts like a bit of a cunt towards him. One of the things he does it again, right when uh, Kotaro is really down about the whole situation, and then kind of Kotaro gets mad and stands up and tries and tries to punch him. Now every time they oh, do it, no, he lays Tatsu- it in. Yeah, no, Tatsuya... Uh, normally always just dodges him, right? It's like, he doesn't really have any problem. But instead, he kind of just takes it. Just stands there like, ah, oh, ah, oh, shit, you got me. Right? It's like, kind of gets annoyed at that. It's like, oh, he got a punch in. It's like, just kind of plays it up. But it's so interesting because you know that if he wanted to, he could have avoided that. Sure. He didn't have to take that. But it's kind of just because, you know, he knows he's being an asshole. He knows that, like, <laughs> he needs to get punched. <laughs> right. So it's like yeah. there's a lo- there's a lot of those minor things that's like you the more you watch you just pick up on it so it's really nice touches and I'm glad that they included it because again most stories wouldn't even bother with these things like it's like they don't really matter that much but like like individually but when you pile it's, them all together like this it becomes yeah. a really big like uh, well big really big character moments. Yeah, it's subtle. It's what you call subtle character development, mm-hmm. and that yep. moment actually pertains to I two characters. It's not just, just one. Viewer, yep. viewer awareness as well. Again, it's not like it wasn't there before. It's just because Tatsuya is now the, in the main stage. You you're paying more attention, so you are aware of what is going on in a grand scale of game, this game. So, uh, very very good play. Very well played. They 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 play well the their cards except when it comes to characters but like aside that more plot points yeah let's go with point plot points aside the first one Kazuya just straight up dying in a car accident kind of a big the deal plot points <laughs> are not good uh, it's very easy to forget fucking Kotaro has a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's yesterday's news And Harada news now. Has, has his love interest as well. <laughs> they, they're just forgotten. Uh, in the second part, 
Tatsuya has a rival. The guy who admired him was his fan and then became a rival, Yoshida. Yeah. yeah. And his his developer is really good. He you know he is basically a what what Tatsuya was to a certain degree. Because sure. Tatsuya wants to he he only has one rival, which is Kazuya. And people start to go into Yoshida. It's like, look, if you want, you you don't, you cannot be like this dude. Even it's something Tatsuya made very clear. You cannot be like me. You need to be better than me. You need to aim to surpass me. And everyone says that to him. He improves a lot, like a lot, to the point of aiming to be the ace pitcher. And it's like, man, this this is such a good story. And then, like, he he starts to become very, very selfish. That's what we like, put it. <laughs> oh, I, I already surpassed this guy. He doesn't work as hard, you know. And I was like, oh, you know that that's going to be interesting when he when he realizes he's wrong and Tatsuya is actually this genius dude in disguise. And suddenly the, the the show is just like, yeah, no, Yoshida will go to <laughs> South America with his father. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they kind of get What do you mean he's going to South America? What? Why are you interrupting this? He's cool going there arc? to get better, Hickey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's the training arc yep. in a place where every single country don't play baseball. Exactly. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Nah, it's I agree. Like it is a little bit unfortunate, but it also kind of makes sense. That kind of the whole rivalry happening kind of makes that makes them like because he can't really play behind Tatsuya anymore. He's too focused on it. You know, he kind of gets big headed because you know they have that like little practice thing, and he uh, with Nita, and he strikes him out something that Tatsuya couldn't, and it's just like ah, look at me, I'm good. Uh, or rather, he gets a uh, what was it? He got a fucking. Uh, he got a strike on him or whatever. It's just like, look at me, I'm so good. And it's like, sure, you're good. But you fail to realize that the reason why you did that was because Nita didn't really care. He wasn't there to face you. <laughs> right. He didn't try. It's like, which they show later when he just gets absolutely fucking demolished. It's like, you can't pitch to me. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Uh, I'm here to so fucking, that- I'm here to play against Tatsuya because I can't make out what the fuck that guy's doing. <laughs> So, uh, for those that want a little uh, information there, Nita is the baseball ace of, well, everything. The Sumi. Sumi tech. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he's, he's the he's the five-tool player. He can hit, he can pitch, he can field, everything you imagine. And he's, he's a step above everyone else. He's bored of baseball because he's way better, and he becomes more or less your third-wheel rival, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which I imagine it's it's all being set up, and they they kind of end end with Tatsuya striking him out, and uh, he leaves him with the line, "Baseball will be fun again." Mm. And he's even got his sister uh, that kind of plays the mole <laughs> of the team. Yeah, he and, he likes he likes uh, Minami as well. Yep, he had a fucking like he had the motorcycle accident. I was like, oh, this show is not pulling again. <laughs> like this shit again. <laughs> Come on, you cannot just be like, oh, Minami has the the kiss of death. It's like everyone who is interested in you ends up in a car accident. <laughs> sure. Uh. So so yeah, now we're getting now we're getting our, our love square kind of situation, but I the show does a good job with we know it's Tatsuya and Manami, right? We know this. Will and, and but there's this 
it's like a forbidden love in a lot of ways because A, Kazuya's dead now. And there's the kind of, I don't want to say stereotype, but there's a, uh, there's a black mark on them being together in the eyes of everyone else, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where Nita and his sister comes in, where Nita is the baseball ace, the quote-unquote, you can kind of interpret it as replacement for Kazuya, a suitable replacement, if you will, for Manami, so he likes her. And then the the little sister likes Tatsuya, and she's kind of the rambunctious. But it's more of a kind of a schoolgirl crush, not more than not not true love. And everything's set up very well for part three, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of uh, going forward. Uh, it's gonna be a lot more of the drama stuff rather than this this season's focused on the baseball stuff and playing into the larger picture later on. I think it did it very well. Uh, could there could they have done the pace faster? I I, I think they could have. I really do. That's kind of what lost me through a little bit part of this uh, this part two here, is everything just moved a lot slower and it was much more baseball focused. So if you were a big fan of part one and how the drama was unfolding, how the characters were unfolding, and the interaction between everything, you didn't get that same feeling in part two because of the heavy baseball focused of it all. But it well, yeah, and yeah. Nishimura doesn't help. No. <laughs> No, the Nishimura stuff kind of wore on me after a while. Uh, the slow interactions of everything and trying to get from point A to point B, that was slow. So I didn't love this as much as I did with part one. Hmm. But what they focused on, uh, just as a baseball fan, and how it played into a lot of the things as we spoke about earlier in part one with Tatsuya and his past and how that uh, came into play... I did like that. Just everything moved at a snail's pace. Hmm. No, I agree. Uh, like, I still like this part. I do still think the uh, the first part is better. But I kind of yes, see why. Absolutely. I think because there is a lot of stuff that has to be set up for the continuation. And uh, if my assumption is right with where this is going, uh, from what I've both what I've heard and what I know a little bit about this, uh, it's. I can see a lot of stuff happening, and I'm 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 curious. Like that's probably the thing that I'm most curious about is what I'm gonna think about the ending to this, because yeah. I know, or rather, I have an idea of certain things that's gonna happen. I think I see where they're where they're going with a lot of these uh, a lot of these things. Again, cars always kind of been there type situation, but I wouldn't know how they get there because I know people rate the show a lot, but I hope it's not just kind of a like, ah, eh, you know. Can't win them all. <laughs> kind of ending. It's going to be a little bit. Mm. So I I've... promise. Yeah, that is true. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, just listen to the songs in this goddamn Sorry, show. Every song is like fucking like melancholic. Like, uh. <laughs> like life ain't episodes. what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? It's like, yeah. you can see what they're going for. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very afraid we're going to get another car coming out of a parking spot. <laughs> you know, uh, it's 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 a it's a looming danger in this in this show in the 80s. Now, I've watched uh Maizini Kaku, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a that's you know, that's that's a love story with a lot of melodrama, a lot of slow pacing to it, but the payoff is so good at the end. I really hope we can do uh something along those lines of covering that show. Maybe who knows when, right? But 
The reason why I bring it up is because of that ending. The payoff is just so satisfying, right? It's mm-hmm. everything you work towards. I'm with with everything that's built up for part three and especially part four that we'll eventually cover. We will finish this show for the podcast. There's no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, part three, I see it set up for Forbidden Love, right? Mm-hmm. It's now Kazuya, Kazuya part two with Nita, right? And then and then maybe we get that. That's like I could totally see Tatsuya seeing Minami with this dude Nita and being like, "You don't deserve me. You deserve a guy of his level, right?" And then we have Nita's little sister. Yeah. You yeah, it was kind kind of the the ending of yeah. I think that was half resolved. Well, I mean, I I this is why I see it's 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 such in Tatsuya's personality. Will I see him going out on like a date and him trying to figure out his his true feelings with Nita's sister? Sure, I could totally see that happening. And but really, we just get that realization that no, Tatsuya is all about Minami, right? And what's best for her is that himself. I could see him saying no, he's not good enough. Uh, sure. I don't think. I don't necessarily think it's going to be quite like that. Like, he is he is becoming a little bit more selfish. Like, when the whole introduction to Nita kind of happened, and their whole thing, like, he's starting to get more jealous. I think he didn't really do that much of before. Well, that's like the that. progression of the character, right? No, I know, right? But I, that's I'm why I'm just saying, really... step one, in order to get to that part where he becomes. He finally admits to all this, and. Are they going like, to be around? Got, there's each a other step in between. Yes. Yes, because uh, Benami is definitely uh, interested in it. Uh, put it the, uh, put it that way. Um, oh, who there is be a lot of in, uh, in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a lot of that there. And <laughs> have again, you seen makes... that hair of his? Oh, it's glorious. Yeah, he it's had all had permed lot, up. He had a lot more hair than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I like I was stupid, right? I watched this show right after we watched the first part because I was like, I'm going to be on top of it when we get back to watch part two. So, uh, you know, that was stupid because we didn't watch part two until <laughs> a year and a half later. <laughs> so uh, I just watched the recap episodes at the end to kind of get freshened up on uh, what happened. And I just see him again and I'm like, I do not remember he had this much hair. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no. Nah. It's, uh, there's a lot of stuff that can go. Nishimura can, can get lost. I agree. At least I'm glad that it took a while before him. This is why I'm glad with a more... Slower pace. I'm glad it took a while before Nishimura actually entered the picture because I also, when I was watching this, I also watched Mix because that was airing, which is by the same author and technically the same story, but it's just kind of more modern and new, uh, new characters and a little bit new dynamics. But god damn it, the character that is just like Nishimura in that show shows the up truck. pretty much immediately. The truck model is also very new. <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah, the truck model is also very new. They also do the fucking motorcycle accident thing there. Just they poke, they like poking fun at like stuff that happened in this show. Kind of like throwbacks to people that have watched both of them and be like, "Oh my god, there was an accident." There was? No, never mind. Never mind. There was nothing. That's kind of, but you know. There's a lot of stuff from Mix that just kind of, you see the equivalent to Touch, and it's just like, why would you include this immediately? It was annoying enough in Touch, why is he here now? <laughs> uh, but yeah, there nah. you go. Yeah, uh, 
same uh, they they hit the music a little bit more in this one uh, it's only one score it's the same music over and over nah, again no 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 don't be ridiculous so, uh, they have I, at least two songs yeah come on <laughs> no hey, it's put, like, like it's that. the same song it just changed the melody that like, makes it a different song <laughs> It goes, it goes from a J-pop to a romantic J-pop. It's like... Yeah. Like, it's the same lyrics as well. It, it, mm. They did actually hit more, but since it has the same lyrics, basically the same arrangement, it just changes the melody, it is extremely overused. And at some point, I would... Uh, I would hear the music and I would just recoil a little bit. <laughs> I like the music because still it a lot. Just, it's not. Oh yeah, it yeah. definitely the isn't. First, like, they need the first more. ten episodes was good, but like after a while, it's just like, oh, this music. They need end. more variety for sure. It's uh, <laughs> it is too, it is just two songs, literally just two songs over and over again. But I do find it kind of interesting for certain parts. Like, I do still like you know, I do like that they they come out over baseball games and shit like that as well. And it's just like it's such a, it's so not a baseball song. It's so not a tension song. <laughs> but it makes sense for what's going on. Like, it makes sense for the story. It just doesn't make sense for the game. <laughs> right. My girl. Uh, so not in there. My girl, my, my girl. girl. <laughs> and everyone is just beating the shit out of each other in a fucking baseball <laughs> map. But it makes sense. All they it's like, oh, just it's like, like think about me. You. Think about me and that's you will win. <laughs> Tatsuya looking at the sky thinking of his decision, bro. Like, what would you do in this situation? I miss you so much. My girl. My girl. <laughs> Dude, My I girl. understand you like this song, but goddamn, it becomes really annoying after a while. When your budget is so low that you could only afford two songs. <laughs> <laughs> Better than one. Uh, All I right. well just start incorporating the OP and AD as well. Go for it. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> the money went for the the OP and the ED. <laughs> uh, so I can't I can't wait to uh, see how Tatsuya continues to develop, and um, we get we get a uh, the next step in him and Minami. I can't wait to see him. I uh, can't believe I'm saying this, but actually get better at baseball. <laughs> that all right. Uh, see see how that plays out. What if he gets worse? Uh, wh- what are yeah. Oh, will he get the yips? <laughs> will his back finally give out? Oh yeah. Will he? Yes, he is about to pitch, pitch the final pitch to win them the game. Truck kun comes out of nowhere, <laughs> spiraling oh, out of control. Yeah. The fucking lawnmower roll, rolls him over. Oops! <laughs> I am away. out of control. Out of my way. <laughs> yeah. So He's I really like. At this game, finally, uh, we will go to Koshien, and I'll fulfill my brother's wish. Fucking baseball, <laughs> baseball hit him in the head. He has a concussion and dies. Oh god, but it's a line drive damn. right out of his head. Oh god, I've seen yeah. that before. No, 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 no. You gotta have. He's got a pitch, and then the fucking the batter loses his back and just <laughs> <laughs> just comes flying. Oh my god, <laughs> becomes an amnesia anime. <laughs> Who am uh, I? Where am I? Why am I? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ready you to buy, score this. You'll be resurrected in the new war. <laughs> Just that would be something. All of a sudden, this caution love story is now an isekai. 
Oh god. A harem is a guy. We need to get to caution from another world. <laughs> I hate your fantasy. <laughs> uh, it will be just like the fucking wrestler anime. Oh my god. Please no. They gotta prove themselves, so they have to beat the princess in baseball. It shouldn't come as any surprise. I did not finish that show. Oh man. All right. I cannot wait for this. It'll be fun. I'm ready to score this, boys. Uh, I looked uh, looked at my past score from season one. I did give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, this one I felt was more Shonen-based, and no shock, I gave it a 7 out of 10, uh, playing off our little 1 to 10 ranking game, too. So there you go. Uh, uh. So that brings my overall score of the show to an 8 out of 10. Very interesting. Oh. Uh. Yeah, probably same. I still have it set to an 8 here. My mal makes sense for me, but I'll probably give the second part like uh, a 7, so like a 7.5. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like it's... I like I like this second part as well. It's just kind of not quite as much. There's a lot of good here. There's also sure. just a lot of like yeah. waiting for something to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely waiting for part 3 and 4. That's what's happening here. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a 7 as well. It, again, I, I could I could drop to six because of the music. <laughs> but, nah, you uh, got to put it, your mind it, in the eighties for that part. Yeah, and then I was like, you know, let it go, man. It's not let it, it. Yeah, let like, it go. Let it go. Let it go. Want to talk about a, a song? Seven is a good store for it. <laughs> uh. So yes, we do have uh, Touch Part Three penciled in for an October release right now. So we're not gonna wait in a year and a half to. I am not three. watching ahead again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking that chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, our next episode is finishing Legend of the Galactic Heroes uh, Part Four. We can't wait. Yes, eighty-seven through one ten. So hopefully you've been uh, you've been keeping track. Uh, and then for fun on Twitter, I'm gonna I'm gonna write I'm gonna uh, copy paste our picture of our schedule. Uh, for our next few episodes here, so you can watch along with the podcast. Get ahead along with us. So, look forward to that. And with that, this was episode 80, guys. Holy wow. shit. Hey, and the 80s episode for episode 80. <laughs> that was absolutely yeah. planned. We did Absolutely it on planned, of course, right? On yep. purpose. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna we're trying to skip... Uh, skip. Uh, <laughs> stick to our... <laughs> Uh, the truth finally comes decade. out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try. Yeah, we're gonna try to uh, stick to our old little uh, schedule of different decade anime for each episode, so we don't do that twice. We've been kind of ignoring that for the time being, a little bit, a little bit too much. So we're back to our '80s and the '90s and maybe 2000s and then '70s and so forth and so forth. And the '90s so. and then '80s and then 2000s. Yeah, and then yeah, 80s yeah. And then Just 90s try to not do the same decade two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh. so look for a little bit more uh, variety going forward uh, that was episode 80 Redleaf Retrocast uh, continue following us on our website redleafretrocast.blogspot.com leave us a nice little iTunes review or Podchaser review or what have you we will, re- we will read it on the podcast uh, no reviews are really coming in lately it makes me sad guys it makes me sad yeah man review us review us yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be uh the courteous about your review as well. Not We're not telling you to leave a five-star review, however. 
Yeah. It's okay. We also hate ourselves. <laughs> and perfect, perfect note to leave on. We'll see you next time. Peace. Goodbye.